Yes, I'm back. But at what cost? Hello everyone, welcome to My Sticks, the podcast that is uh, more dead than my hopes on getting good scores in my semester. How are you guys? I hope amazing. Well, if you're new here, my name is Jesus, I'm a gymnastics and pure skating fan, I do podcasts, reviewing competitions, talking about uh, controversies on both sports, etc, etc, etc. I say that I was about to be back on this podcast uh, for Russian test gates, I clearly uh, didn't get back on track. And then I told myself, like, okay, I'll be on time for the Grand Prix series. Have I posted as a single podcast of the Grand Prix? No, I haven't. I want it. But, like, there's something in my life right now called college. And it's harder than I thought. Like, for real, I thought it would be easier. I, I told myself, like, you're only having five five subjects this semester it'll be easy it's not been easy but i'm almost finishing the semester so like hopefully i'll be able to do something for the grand prix final and that stuff but yeah anyway um how are you guys doing i already did i already mention that well today i'm here not to talk about the competition but talk about things that Having a little bit of controversial fear skating. I, I want to complain about a lot of things. If you follow me here or on Instagram, you'll know that um, I love to, to, to complain about stuff. And like, this is not going to be deception. I think the greatest way to come back from a hiatus is is complaining about stuff and that's what I'm going to do. Um, it's not about a single thing, like it's about a lot of topics. Not necessarily with correlation what with others, but yeah. If you're interested, keep listening, I guess. <laughs> well, obviously, the last podcast I recorded was like in August, I think. Yeah, I think it was August. It was a lot of lots of time ago. Um, I really apologize for that. Eh, is what we is is what I have is what I have, uh, and lots of things have happened since since then. Mm, but honestly, I know what I am. Mm, well, the topic that I want to start mentioning is something that happened uh, particularly to me. With someone from uh, Instagram. Like, you know, sometimes I like, um, I rather Instagram than Twitter because Instagram people is less uh, polemic, polemical? Controversial. Controversial than than people from Twitter. And we all know that. Because honestly, on Instagram, we don't have that much drama as on Twitter. And like I thought people was like a little bit more relaxed, but I think mm, it's not that. But the difference is that um, on Instagram there is not that much ways of sharing your opinions apart from from stories. But not a people does that. 
So like I was really surprised. Well, what are what is this uh, this topic about? Well, um, like the week of uh, the Grand Premio d'Italia, I I posted a series of uh, Instagram stories complaining about comments I've um, I've read on. On Instagram stories um, of people complaining about Stepanovic and Booking's uh, rhythm dance, when we haven't, well, by that by that time, we have not watched the entire the entire dance. Mm, someone just posted like thirty seconds of it, and people was already telling it was really bad, uh, particularly due to the music and saying. It was not Olympic material, this and that stuff, okay? And I was like, mm, okay, you're only watching 30 seconds of it, is, you know? But anyways, mm, if you don't know this, and it was what I talk about on my stories, um, most of the people that hate uh, hip-hop music or music of that style Street music for calling it on on certain way, um, hate it like with no reason, but um, collectively as society, it has such a racist and classist background because um. Well, that kind of music is related with black people or people from poor communities because that music born on, on black communities. Uh, so, like, a lot of people have, like, that stigma to that kind of music due to that. And it's a fact. It's something that it has correlation. It's not something that I'm that I'm making <laughs> as I'm speaking. And I just mentioned that. And um, I mentioned that I was not implying that if you don't like hip hop, you're immediately racist. But um, I was like posting that mostly to create a little bit of like um, a self questioning about. The things that you're that you're saying and and the things that you think, and like obviously not saying that you're racist, but maybe question yourself that, okay, I don't like hip hop. Why don't I like hip hop? You know, I think that's the best way to to do it. And one person on Instagram replied with such a long message. Um. <laughs> Like defendants themselves that they are not racist and putting a lot of examples and saying that it was ridiculous what I was saying because like they don't like hip hop only because they don't like it, not because they're racist. And I was like, yeah, I never imply that because I explicitly um mentioned that I was not implying that. I was just like again, once again, I was just trying to do a little bit of self questioning to everyone. Mm, because self-questioning is really important uh, It's really important And it's something that I've been trying to do Like uh, From quite a while now And you you discover a lot of things of, on yourself When you're starting to question yourself And that was the only purpose of that So like yeah I received that, that message That it was really long And it was like really mm, defensive Of the people who wrote it 
mm, I mean, everyone is is on the right to to defend themselves. But I find it like that. Uh, it was a little bit. Uh, I was I was not expecting that at all, and especially because at the end of the message, um, they say like I'm still allowed to say my opinion or raise everything racist nowadays, and I was like, okay, uh, like that's one of the most racist things you can you you can say like quote unquote. Because normally, when a when a person reacts in that way, when someone questions themselves, um, when when someone questions them, um, it's mostly because they they feel attacked. They feel like uh, represented, and they like immediately goes to defend themselves. So I was like, uh, and and I would, I just told them to chill down. I explain it a bit until um, they is more. It is sounds nonsense that happened. I haven't received a response, but yeah, um, yeah, like there was something that I want to talk about, and and that stuff I feel really weird with that because once again it was not my intention to like attack people. It was just like a matter of create a little bit of self questioning, but I mean everything takes the things the way they want. Mm, I think I was clever with my words. But yeah, like if you if the shoot fit in, like put it on your feet, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense on English, but in Spanish it does. <laughs> but anyways, continuing with Aizans and specifically Stepanov and Bukin, I want to address such an intense situation and it's really affecting me a lot because um Stepanov and Bukin are my favorite ice dancers. Um yeah, I I love their skating. I love their programs. I love uh the emotions that they portrayed on their programs. I love their dances this season, especially well, I I love both. I love the rhythm dance because it's so like it has a lot of personality and the free dance I think is something that they never did before. I I like it. I really love it. And yeah, they're they're my favorite Isons team. And what's a little bit meh to me is that on the same week that they compete at the... Which competition was it? The, oh, the International de France. Um, Diana Davis and Gleb Smolkin compete uh, on another competition. And they scored higher than Stepanov and Bukin on the rhythm dance. Is this concerning? Yes. If you don't know who are Diana Davis and Gleb Smolkin, they are a new Eisen's team, new on the senior circuit, obviously. They compete at the Russia, no, at the Junior Worlds like two years ago, I think, two seasons ago. Yeah, the 2019-2020 season, they compete there, they end up like fifth or something like that. And well, this uh, this Isis team is most uh, most known due to the fact that Diana Davis is daughter of Terry Tutberitze. Uh, yep, Terry Tutberitze, the coach of like uh, most of half of the women <laughs> uh, of the senior women in Russia, that is Terry Tutberitze. And it's well known that Territut Berice has a lot of influences uh, under Russian Federation. And Russian Federation has lots of influences under the ISU. It is not, 
it, it, it's like almost common knowledge, man, if you're into this fandom. And, well, we all knew that Ethereum's plan, well, not, not necessarily that it's her plan, but like, they were intentions of uh, that Diana Davis will medal for the Olympics. But we all thought that she will medal for the team event, you know? Um, especially knowing that um, Tiffany Zagorski and Jonathan Guerrero are not, have not competed on this season at all because Tiffany was ill. And, like, that opened the third spot uh, for the Russian Ice Dance. And, like, we all were guessing that uh, Diana Davis and Gleb Smolkin were about to take the place on the Olympic team. But the thing is that they received, like, more than 80 points of the Rhythm Dance. And that's a lot. That's a lot because not even Stepanov and Bukin got uh, 18 points. And that's concerning because Stepanov and Bukin have such good programs they have good quality not the best but they have good quality and obviously superior quality than than Davis and Smoking because like first of all they are a new theme second of all mm, their their job as a payer is not the greatest this case so fall apart uh their edges are a little bit rough that stuff you know I'm not an expert on Eisen's though but you know, like, on general knowledge, man, I can even picture that they are not the greatest, uh, technically. And we know that Aizans is supposed to be really rudimentary on the methods that they used to uh, either teach or, um, or qualify the, the, or quantify the quality of the skating, you know? So, like, it blows my mind that they were... I mean, I know there are two separate competitions, but still, like, it's concerning that they really underscoring Stepanov and Bukin because they received less points than they did for uh, on the Grand Premio d'Italia uh, with a better skating because they even knew that the, the skate that they... the program that they presented at the Grand Premio d'Italia was trash. And they felt more satisfied with the one that they show at International Plans. Uh, so, like, it's, it's like, I think it's really frustrating for them to see which score, the scores that they are receiving. Like, because, I mean, it obviously will be, like, more frustrating to know that you're doing better things and you're receiving less scores than, than, you, than you should. And just look at their faces. They were about to cry, and even the coaches knows it. I think Irina Suk, one of their coaches, um, talk about that, and like she was like, it's just a matter of, of watching the scores that they built in Smolkin are receiving to see like a bigger picture what's going on. Also, Tatiana Tarasova talk about it, and she mentioned that she was a little bit like. Mm, heartbroken for them because they obviously have been improving a lot since they become seniors because they've been on the senior circuit since I think uh, 2014 if I'm not wrong uh, so like it's a lot of time and like she also, also mentioned that it's obviously that the federation is only supporting um Sinitin and Katalapa because they wanted to win but they're forgetting about Estepanov and Booking uh, that also have uh, metal contention that are well that are most likely on metal contention and it obviously if Stepanov and Bukin receive a metal it will make much more sense than if Davis and Small can get it because like they are not prodigies of Isons and we all know it they are mostly there 
like receiving the scores that they're receiving mostly due to nepotism and that's not good that's something that i really don't like we all know about the theory bonus but she's really exaggerating with her child and i don't know it's something that it really pisses me off i hope this um, does not escalate to a higher level because i obviously uh, would like to see Stepanov and Bukin competing on on the team event at least to have a, an opportunity to have an Olympic medal if not on the uh, on the individual event. But it's really sad. It's definitely really sad to watch them being on this position. And I just hope they keep training and they prove the judges wrong because they deserve uh, more points than they're receiving and they deserve the world. That's everything I need to say. And I think, last but not least, uh, and this is the topic why I decided to record this podcast. Let's talk about Camila Valieva. Camila Valieva. Uh, on the Rostelcom Cup, the last stage of the Grand Prix circuits that just happened this weekend, she broke the short program world record by a margin of like two points. And she also broke her previous record of the best uh, free skate and the best combined score having the all three records under her name right now definitely congratulations to her she was amazing I love what she's doing like a fact of all of the haters and I'm not gonna talk about Camila Believe specifically but I'm gonna talk about her haters okay and this is such a serious topic Let's start reminding this. She's fucking 15 years of age. 15. Okay? Keep that in mind. What were you doing when you were 15? Because I remember when I was 15, I was like... Getting out of middle school. I, I, I was... I, I was dumb. Like, I still been dumb, but I was dumber <laughs> that, that I am now, you know? I didn't even know what to do in my life. I still, but that's not the point. The thing is, um, she's only 15 years old, okay? And obviously, she deserves the world records that she's posting because, like, I mean, on the short program, she was great. She has such a beautiful triple axel. The triple flip and the triple lutz, triple toe were good. I mean, I'm not going to talk about pre-rotation and all of that stuff. Because the judges does not care. I mean, pre-rotation is not even on the um, score on the scorebook of the ISU. It's not on the scoring manuals. So, like, I don't think it's an argument. The full play assistance, though is something that is there but when have the judges care about it like for real people is acting like if it's only that they are just like um letting pass to camila but it's not and not only to theory skaters but like times lots of time time lots of time that that has been happened okay her technique is not perfect but however uh, her spins are really good are really on top and her components mark is not bad maybe not on the tense as some of the judges said her but her components are not bad and if you're gonna talk about that uh, she's bad blah 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 look at past seasons she has improved since past seasons like 
interpretation was why she's on such a different level than she was last season. Look at her short program. She's emoting. She's expressing. Um, she's doing the chore the choreography choreography with more ease than she used to do it. The free skate, and I think it's a good comparison point, uh, because it's the same free skate that she used last season. It has improved a lot on the free skate, especially on interpretation and artistry. She is not rushing the choreo as much as she was doing it. She's taking her time. She's expressing more. She now feels the song. And like, obviously, Bolero is such a difficult song to interpret because there are not many things going on on that song. You know, like, she has improved. Like, mm, you need to be really naive to say that she's stuck on the same point that she was last season with that. Not Let's let's not talk about jumps because, like, we passed from last season to have a faxit jump. Like, a lot of problems, like, being lost in the air and all of that stuff to now landing two quad toes with... Massive extension, uh, a quad cycle, maybe a little bit messy on the take up, but you know, and a triple axle that is also really effortless that it actually looks like a double because she rotates really fast. That that kind of stuff, yeah, you know, and like lots of people like were especially angry because of the short program record. Because it beat Kusternaya's uh, uh, record at the 2019 Grand Prix Final. But like, is it worth it to beat it? I think yes. I think yes. Because like, okay, first jump, the triple axel, both of them does it effortlessly. Like, is different the technique? Yes. But the jump steals being effortless. Okay. Then I think one of the biggest differences that that we have is that on the layout, even though they do the same jobs, Camila receives a little bit of more of the tempers and bonus on the second half because she's putting the triple that's triple toe on the second half instead of Castornaya's triple flip triple toe. And that's obviously a difference. And I think the one that broke like the the difference are the spins because Baliev's spins are better than Castornaya's. Castornaya's are not bad, but Balieva has such a beautiful um speed on the spins and our her spins um on the contrary to a lot of people who uh spins like with lots of flexibility that get lost that like um travels a lot she is really centered on her spins and i think that's what makes her spins like really beautiful to watch really beautiful technically and all of that stuff okay once again i'm not gonna talk about prioritization or all of that stuff because some of those things are not even considered by the isu rule book okay I think it's a good argument to say that, like, the ISU needs to address those situations. But as soon as they are not, uh, as long as they are not addressed by the ISU, it shouldn't be an argument. Okay? I'm like, okay, you want to point out that her technique is not correct. That's good. You want to point out that she was overscored. That's good. But how... Are you doing it? Like, because I've seen lots of horrible comments to her. 
like for real horrible horrible comments saying this sport is dead Valieva is kidding is trash you shouldn't be receiving those scores there are two different things that are like criticizing the scores that she receiving and criticizing her and lots of people are not watching that barrier between those two and are going to criticizing her at the same time that they are criticizing her skating and that's dangerous because remember once again she's a minor she's 15 years of age and like Imagine all of the pressure that she has, that she already has, because, like, everyone is sitting here, like, to win the Olympics. She's only 15 years of age. Like, it's really hard to process that mentally. Like, even for an adult, imagine for a 15 years of age girl. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. And I find really hypocrite those people. Because, like, they're throwing shit, blah, 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 this, that. And then Yevgenia uh, Medvedeva does an interview and says that they shouldn't be putting that much pressure on her, that she's only 15 years of age, that she's doing magnificent things, but, like, they need to start being more light with Camila. And not only with expectation, but also with crit- with critiques. And everyone is like, yeah, Senya, tell them. But they are the same people who are, like, grinding Camila for getting high scores. It, it it totally blows my mind. Another thing, like, they criticize, like, they criticize Maurice Kishtelas Billy for winning Ross Telecom with his cheaty technique. Like, yeah, I mean, I perfectly know that his Elko and his Toluk are basically the same jump, and the judges are naive about it and they're criticizing uh, Maurice Gishtelas Billy but then they say like oh no Camila got even a higher score than the men and they're like this sport is broken decide what are you like I mean you're criticizing Maurice because he's getting high scores but then Camila get even a high score competing on women and you're complaining about it, saying the sport is broken? I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna... You know, like, just think about it. And even with that, a little bit of misogyny shows up. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain. But think about it. Think about it for more than a minute. And maybe you will do with my point, okay? And it really... It's really, like... It's frustrating to me. Because, like, decide which uh, speech are you gonna give. <laughs> like, either uh, Camila is doing so bad or Maurice is doing so bad. But then, like, you get angry because Camila is doing better than Maurice. I don't know. I find no correlation at all. And then posting videos of her jumps aside Yuzu and saying that this got the same GOE, the sport is broken, blah, 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 blah. I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm a funny myself, but like, funnies are really getting the things that doesn't even have to do with Yuzu you. They're comparing two different competitions. And like, say whatever you want to say, but even though the rules are there, we all know that the judges tend to score 
really different depending on the competition and that's common knowledge man like if you want to act that that doesn't happen you're just being stupid and you're just using uh, your naiveness or whatever to discredit what Camille is doing okay and it's really something not good once again I'm not saying that you cannot criticize her uh, criticize her jumps, criticize her skating skill. You can obviously do that, but don't get to the point that it looks that you're really harassing a young girl because remember she's 15. And try to imagine if you were 15 at this moment and you were receiving that amount of comments, how would you act? Just think about it. Everything goes on protecting minors until it's something that they don't like and they're just trying they're just throwing shit to that person. I don't know. That speech is really hypocrite to me. Think whatever you wanna think. But they reaching a point that it feels bad. I feel bad for her reading those comments. Because, like, the pressure on her is already high to be dealing with comments like that. And I think it's something that she shouldn't be getting on the edge she's getting. Like, I don't think anyone should be getting that that kind of score or that kind of hate because of that uh, I, I, on any age. But specifically because she's that young is really, really concerning. So, like, question yourself. What are you doing? What impact that can make to a person of her age? And think about it like a little bit more before posting hate to someone. Like to anyone. Um you know it's really easy to to, to hate on someone, especially on social media, because you're just posted and like you have a lot of people who are like back of you like thinking the same but like Camila is not has not the fault of what the ISU is doing with the scores with what the theory is doing moving scores with what the judges are doing to 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 whatever okay she is not the one to blame on this particular situation and lots of people are acting like if she were and that's totally not correct. So, like, question yourself a little bit. Because <sighs> this shit is, is really bad. Like, until the point that some people, like, get to say that. Uh, is something similar to what happened in Sochi. Like, at the Olympic Games with Yunena de Lina. It has nothing to do. Because, like, Camila was clearly the winner of that competition and deserves the better scores of the season. Maybe they are a little bit inflated. But like acting like if she doesn't deserve what she's getting like if she doesn't deserve the win that she's that she's taking is bad. It's really bad. And it's not helping her. Like we always know about, uh, we always talk about this culture that, um, well, they're junk, they compete difficult elements, and they, uh, they're broken, that they cannot compete, 
But remember that being broken goes not only physically, it goes mentally. And a lot of hate comments that people receive, that athletes receive, are also part of the problem. Just think about that. So, well, that was it for today. If you want to tell me, if you disagree with me on something, you can always DM me at Gymnastics on Instagram. I will post my Twitter account, but I'm really considering to delete it. Because, like, a lot of toxicity on there. Um, yeah, I'll probably, I'll try to be back for, for, before the Grand Prix Final to do like a recap of everyone who is going to be competing in there and all that stuff and maybe telling my predictions on, on, on here and there. Um, and I think that's all. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, have an amazing day, have an amazing life. Unless you're a hater or like you're like uh like you're able all of the things that I complain about in this podcast. No, don't have an amazing day nor an amazing life. But yeah, that's it for today and bye.